Welcome, everybody, to the first pilot uh, home recording of Sagas of the Sunless Reach, not the Riddle of Rule. We are actually playing a different uh, uh, mini chapter one shot uh, called Dishonored Guests uh, for a reason that you'll find out later. Um, my name is Zachary Fredrickson. I am your game master and story uh, uh arbiter for this evening um i don't know if i should do plugs i probably don't need to do plugs um but my name is Zachary frederickson he him uh and i will be running the game today and in the future uh when we come to the full streamed campaign of this this summer um i'm saying this as if someone's going to hear it i don't yet know if anybody will <laughs> so hey if you want me to drop a plug at the end of the ftl episodes i'm editing I, I, we might, we might do a, we might do a feed drop. Um, yeah. See if I can't convince the people to do that. Uh, but anyway, uh, yes. So that is me. That is who I am. Uh, let's just introduce ourselves as people, and then we will introduce diegetically the characters. So I am joined in this venture, uh, first and foremost, because of the first person from left to right at uh, the bottom, by my friend Jade. Hello, I'm Jade. I use they, them pronouns, and we're not plugging, so this is fine. That's me. I'm Jade. You know which one I am, because I'm the one with the English accent and particularly ridiculous hair. <laughs> Uh, yes, um, also joined by our friend Mab. Hi, I'm Mab. She, her. Welcome, welcome everybody else. I'll just say happy to be here and welcome, but I was just like, welcome to be here. <laughs> welcome to be here. Welcome to be here. I've been here. awake since 5.30. I'm tired. Jesus oh, Christ. Uh, also joined by uh, my friend Bitmap. Hello, I am Bitmap. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. And I live in Chicago, and I I like I like Pathfinder. Yes, <laughs> it's a I, fun system. I also like Pathfinder quite a bit, which what? is why I did this. Really? Yeah. You, uh, you do? And rounding out our cast, uh, a new friend to me, but uh, uh, this is our first time playing together. But I'm very excited for it. Uh, is Corey? Hi, I'm Corey. Uh, my last name is Corey Pangolina, and so have fun remembering that. Uh, use he, him pronouns, live here on the East Coast, Beast Coast. Uh, this is me taking West a deep coast, dive into coast. wizarding. West Coast, Best Coast. <laughs> yeah. All, listen, all coasts are, every <laughs> coast has something good. to it. Yeah. Yes. There's a quality. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the deep dive into spellcasting. I've done a little bit of it before. I'm taking but... the deep dive into Pathfinder, so yeah. shake your hand. <laughs> Big mood. Um, yeah. So we'll see how this goes wildly yeah hell yeah um yeah this is this is this group um all of us in this group have played with at least one other person before also in the group um but none of us none just in general <laughs> just in ge i've played with at least one other person before no everyone in this group has played no, with no. at least one of the other members of the group before but this is the first time that this entire group has ever played together it's kind of a it's kind of a super group you know, it's like, it's like our, it's like our, our, you know, it's the Avengers or, well. Eh. It's like that well, Yahoo like that replied to my tweet. It's better than the Avengers. Uh, it's the Justice League, but not that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cartoon one. The one I remember fondly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, so this is our this is this is our test recording to see to make sure that we're all clicking together. Um, for Matt, this is her first actual foray into Pathfinder Second Edition, which is what we're playing. Uh, Pathfinder Second Edition, uh, which is uh, actually just for fun. Pathfinder Second Edition, published by Paizo Games, uh, was written by. Uh, designed by Logan Bonner, Jason Bullman, Stephen Radney McFarland, and Mark Seifter, with additional writing from James Jacobs. Uh, developed by Adam Daigle, Liz Liddell, and Eric Moner. Uh, <laughs> Moner. And Eric Mona. Sorry, Mr. Mona. Uh, with a huge sure amount of... <laughs> no. A huge amount of edit- editors, including uh, Luis Loza uh, and um, uh, James Case, so Jason Tondro... An incredible, an incredible, incredible collective creative endeavor is Pathfinder Second Edition, uh, which is why we're not using any of their adventures and instead doing our own thing. It's <laughs> so great. We didn't want to touch it. We just, we just went, no, we cannot, we cannot mess with perfection. Yeah. Uh, not the ultimate send off of a system though, to just make your own thing <laughs> in it, right? Yeah. I mean, true, true. This is uh, um, modification is a sincerest form of flattery. Um, yeah, so, so I actually am, uh, taking some beats and some maps from the Pathfinder Society scenario, uh, Doom of Casimir, uh, but I am, uh, chopping, screwing it, flipping it, and reversing it, uh, to make my own story. Basically, the only thing that's the same is the maps. So, don't worry about it if you don't know it, uh, it's not important. Um, but with our introductions, uh, settled, and the knowledge of the game we are playing, firmly in our minds. You want to get into it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yes, okay. absolutely. Let's uh, roll some virtual dice. Let's, uh, let me actually begin with a little bit of a primer. I, I've already sent all this to everybody. Everybody's probably read it, but I'm going to say it out loud to really drive it home. Welcome to the sunless reach of Terrandaur. It has been 200 years since the fearsome vampiric tyrant Gabriel the Gold was slain by Octavian Errol, scion of the ancient line of monster slayers of the same name. While a villain was destroyed... The aftershock of his death radiated throughout Tawandower, filling the sky with thick clouds and rendering the sun a bittersweet memory. In the intervening years, Octavian's descendants have worked to undo the damage left by Lord Gabriel's passing, spreading across the realm to ensure the populace remains safe as the Gildenwood's monstrous minions destroy and consume in the absence of their master's leash. Now the Errols work as stewards of Tawandower, pursuing their own avenues of study and research to improve the lives of the people of the realm, 
whether that be searching for ways to bring the sun back, acting as wardens against the encroaching tide of tout horrors that lurk in the shadows, or simply by improving the lives of those who continue to live in this grim new land. Uh, there's a second set of paragraphs, but that is relevant only to the campaign itself. So I will, I will just let you know that you, or are assembled walking south on a road towards the coastal uh, township of Grandelage, which has a history of, of, uh, of shipwrights and, and carpentry. Uh, you are here together at the behest of one Professor Alexi Vital, uh, Professor Emeritus at Donbringer University and a scholar of some note. Uh, he has asked you all who each know him in your own ways to work together to look into some strange phenomena occurring in Grandelage. Um, the details are slim, but it seems that something, um, something strange is happening there and he wants you to check it out and try to make sure that it doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, so yeah, so as you walk, uh, walk south, um, you are walking through swampy marshland. There are uh, a number of raised um, stilt highways that crisscross the, the coastal marshes of, of Tarendower. Uh, so you're not like, you know, pulling your feet out of the muck with every step. Though if you look down into the black and sticky mud of the marshland, you worry that if you were, you might not be able to pull them back out. Um, as you're walking along these raised uh, wooden walkways, uh, why don't we describe uh, who we see? Uh, let's say, you, you know, it's a two by two uh, uh, kind of 10 foot wide um, pedestrian walkway. This is not one of the stronger uh, uh, vehicular ones. You're all walking or, or ambulating. Um, uh, Jade, why don't you tell me where in the group your character is walking and what we see as the camera zooms in through the dense uh, and humid foliage of this part of Terendower? Uh One of the two people at the rear of the group, a crossbow slung on her back, is a five-foot-two... Uh, individual, uh, fairly light-skinned, pointed ears, dark red hair, uh, flashy taste in earrings and accessories, but really that's not the most noticeable thing about them. Um, as the camera pans down, you see that uh, at the end of a pair of crop breeches, you see rather than uh, boots or anything of the like, instead of see hoofed feet um, and their legs covered in for the same colour as that of their hair. I've got a small backpack, uh, a rapier at their side, just taking in the sights as they walk. Um, the hoofs make less noise on the wood than you might expect. Uh, this person walks with a very light step. Mm -hmm. uh, her name is Kite Baywick. Uh, formerly a courier, now Something more of a adventuring type. Freelancer. Mm. Uh, fantastic. Uh, kites uh, strolling along in the, in the rear of the group, not making as much of a clopping sound with that 
those hooves as one might think. Um, plenty of experience walking, I imagine. Um, Matt, where is your character strolling and, and what are they? Yeah, uh, um, and who are so Calanthe is kind of just going um, farther ahead of the group or falling back behind the group or going from side to side because um, all of these interesting plants, like they're like everywhere. And I know she might have tried to wander off into the path at one point and someone's like, okay, okay, no, you got it. You got to come back. But she's like, oh, but look at that thing over there and look at that thing over there. And like, <laughs> this is so great. And um, she's about like, she's an average height, five, five, um, has a shoulder length, dark, dark hair that does like a little light curl, but um, mostly, mostly worn and pinned back. Um, very average looking clothes, uh, browns that are also very muddy and very, you know, covered in dirt. Um, and she has um, snaking around one arm, just a little vine of bougainvillea. And she seems to be talking to it every so often and referring to it uh, as Reginald and um, asking it its opinion. And it seems to like, actually like look back at her and respond to her um in like a little flower head it's like mostly just a single vine with one pink flower at the top and the two little two little white um things for the eyes Mm. so is it is reginald like audibly responding or just like in a way that only count uh knows only like uh, i didn't take the one where i could actually like communicate with my familiar like with uh, an audible language. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just like, it seems to be like responding to what she tells it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, it's not quite like a psychic connection type of thing, but like, you know, she can kind of anticipate what it's asking or you think she's anticipating what it's asking. Cause she seems to be having a conversation with it occasionally anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's how much of it is Reginald just going like, and she's like, yes, I fully agree 100%. We should definitely take a sample of those on the way back. Um, I'll get some better shoot. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, joining Kite, Baywick, and Calanthe and Reginald is Bitmap's character. Bitmap, where's your character walking and who are they? So uh, we see a tall, disheveled uh, human wearing... Uh, of an extraordinarily filthy brown and green robe uh, covered in some sort of, maybe once it was an animal fur on top of it. Uh, there's wood planks uh, just strapped to their arms and legs. They have a uh, very tall uh, sort of like wooden sandals as well. And they are at the front of the group. Uh, also not making any sound. Uh, they're about like five to 10 feet ahead of the group at all times. And uh, we see their in their mop of a uh, their mop of hair that just sticks up seems to be encrusted with mud as they blink one massive round eye and then once that one opens again they blink the other eye as they stare around uh this is treju um and they don't talk much um except when Calanthe uh goes out and tries to go in the swamp at which point they're like no stop Back. Can I borrow your shoes? Come on, that would like totally get me out far enough to go get that plant. Get back, back. Oh, come on, come on. Get back up. You, you got to put this child on a little leash. I say child, <laughs> she's like mid twenties, but she's like, ha Incredible. So, so um, Treasure forges ahead. Kite hangs back. Cal flitters this way and that. Reginald on her arm. 
Corey, where does your character fit in with all of this? Sure. So towards the back, still kind of hanging around the mid ranks, we have Aprikus. He's dressed very brightly, almost like a poisonous animal in red screens, very vibrant colors that stand out against the rest of the wilderness. Um, Contrary to the others, just keeping attention on their surroundings, uh, he is content to look through not one, but two books, one sort of stacked on the other. Uh, One of them seems a little more infused with the magical energies. It emits faint warmth. It seems slightly singed. The other one is a much more average one that he's currently taking notes in. It's filled with various formulas, half-written equations, just strange thoughts cast about. Um, Every so often, he will look up so he doesn't just stumble off of the side of the highway, but he's currently quite distracted with making sure that all his affairs are in order as they stroll forward. I feel like Kai every so often just gently corrects his path as he starts veering off to the side, just like without even really saying anything, but smiling as they do it. Mm-hmm. Just sort of... <laughs> he doesn't respond either. He just sort of accepts that he is being steered by another person mm-hmm. and just like, ah, yes, this is how people should walk. I accept this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a winding path. You know, they didn't really, it's hard to like, chop down a bunch of trees to make room for a straight road in 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 the coastal marshes so it is just kind of going around the biggest and, and gnarliest trees to make to make a kind of squiggly path um this architecture it's really quite unlike the cities you would think that they would take a little more care with how they place these but well i mean i'm not the designer and i'm not working with the natural environment so <laughs> uh yes so the four Trigy's head Treasure's head turns around incredibly slowly. <laughs> just and then of, it like, turns flexes, back yeah. equally <laughs> slowly. He flexes the hand. There's just a couple of sparks like natural environment. No? Yeah. <laughs> uh, How tall is Apricus, Corey? Just so I can get a visual yes. of that. I would say probably everyone sounds very short. I had him pegged at about 5'10". <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic. So the four of you, uh, five including, of course, Reginald, who is a, a full member of the squad, even though he can't talk to anybody other than Calanth uh, or Calanthe. I'm going to... Calanthe. Calanthe, I'm sorry. Um, you continue walking uh, until you get out of the, the, the bulk of the swamp uh, and start moving out um, onto uh, the Grand um, Peninsula that Grandelage sits at the mouth of. Um, it's just this kind of a slow ramp down to hit uh, solid ground. But as you step off uh, to like greet the town's boundaries, uh, just for fun, everybody make me a reflex save. Oh. <laughs> it begins. Okay. It really does begin. It's tr- uh, that's really wow. Calenti. Um, incredible. Um, Calanthe, you, uh, step off straight into a, there's grass here. There's normal grass here, but when you step down, you realize you discover rather, I don't know how, how, how much realization (laughs) is part of it. You discover to your dismay, or perhaps not that the ground beneath the grass seems to have deteriorated. And you, as you sink a good six inches into it, it's like that feeling. 
Well, I don't know who else has known this feeling <laughs> when you're wearing heels and walking in muddy grass and you walk in heels and it goes whoop and you just go, oh, mm-hmm. or, or, <laughs> or, like a, or like a puddle that's like deeper than it looks. <laughs> when, when the grounds just decides today to steal your shoe. Yeah, I've, I've had that happen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think she kind of like just allows herself to fully go down and then starts like investigating and just being like, this, what are they doing to this poor dirt? What indeed? Um, Calanthe, make a nature check. Okay. 22. Oh, and can everybody turn on their 3D dice? Ooh, yes. 40 is. Yeah, Able. click the 3D dice and also the auto roll 3D dice. That, that way, because the, the... Just to make you feel better. It's not going to be the roll that I use, but... It's very close. So, uh, Calanthe's original roll was a 22, um, which is great. So, yeah, Calanthe, you look, and you see that this is, like, a weird... Um, like, you can, like, push this, and it's, like, pockets of soil are eroding, um, but not in a natural way. This seems strange, because it's not the way that, like... You would expect the erosion to be happening maybe at the co- like you know at the coast or like a, the, the banks of a river. Um, this is like close to the to the borders of the marsh, but it's not it's not the way that marshlands like grow here. Um, yeah, it's it's strange. It's um it is it's almost like like watching moss grow outward. Yeah, I was say. I mean, she's probably done that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so Calanthe is is stuck in the water in the in the mud. Uh, everyone sees her like step off and then just sink, um, and then proceed to like poke. Yeah, poke. Um, and as you are all kind of uh, absorbed by that, um, you hear uh, a throat being cleared before you. Um, <clears throat> are, are 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 you the delegation from the university? Uh, there's like a, a like an aide or like or a, or a like a, a messenger boy like a young teenager wearing what could have been at one point nice clothing that is like kind of dirty and 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 threadbare. Yeah, I think we are. I want to help Cal out so bad, but I have a strength modifier yeah, of zero. No. So uh, you just... don't like at this point. You're looking at her and you're like, was that on? purpose or on accident yeah that's exactly it like you go to help but then you're sort of like i don't you're down there she's, and you're she's looking, doing so. she's doing her thing uh tragedy <laughs> definitely uh goes over and unless uh Calanthes stops them uh tries to pull you out <laughs> go ahead <laughs> mm-hmm. uh you, you slurp out of the ground um <laughs> set Calanthe on the on the side Calanthe is like on the slider side right Yes. Like a kind of yeah, a small person. She is, yeah, she's she's slighter, like average height, uh, so like five five, but um not not like buff or anything like that. She's she's more dexterous, except mm-hmm. for when she steps into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um cool. Yeah, so the, this aide um uh who uh, introduces himself as Herrick, uh says um the 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 um, the mayor, uh, who, who who called for, for Professor Vitali's assistance, um, she's she's waiting for you in the town square. Uh, cool. Lead the way. Uh, certainly. Um, yes, this young man uh, uh, leads you into the town. Um, you you know it's 
the coasts are less uh, are less kind of dour in some ways than the um than the inland because the closer you get to the coast uh, and the lake uh the that borders the, this enormous lake that borders the the southwest of Tarendaur um the kind of lighter the clouds get the more um then you know you never get a full break in them but at the very least it's like a little bit more fluctuating in in shape and 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 stuff you maybe get like a ray here or there um but this portion uh in in exchange for getting a little bit more light you instead get swamp uh and this place smells of swamp uh and of and of lake water and um can everybody make me a perception check mm-hmm as we uh, get in, as we are entering the town, Treju is slipped to the back of the group. Okay, uh, fantastic. Kite, uh, you are looking around. One, a lot of people seem pretty out of it here, um, or at least just like kind of like dour in their own way, like like sick or worried. Um, and as you are walking, you notice the twenty six, which was what you rolled, which is very impressive. You notice a lot of amphibians around um like almost every uh almost every like um what's like like overhang or or porch has like at least a couple frogs just or toads just hanging out under so it's like being in trafalgar square but with reptiles instead of pigeons yeah yeah, 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 and they're not—they're not like congregating in huge numbers, but like it, you notice everywhere you look, there is at least a couple. Um, I'd like to ping my arcane sense and see if these are like natural reptiles or if they've been conjured or something. Uh, okay. Um, is our arcane space sense just gives you detect magic, right? It does. Yeah, detect magic at will. Uh, okay. Um, detect magic. Uh, is basically you just 30, thirty foot burst. Thirty foot burst is their magic nearby. Uh, higher levels you'll get like more information, but you're not at those levels yet. Um, yes, there is magic. That's for sure. Uh, you you can't tell where it's coming from or if if these frogs are part of it. But I mean, you can definitely tell that there is magic at work in this place. Um. But uh, yeah, as you are like talking and walking, um, you reach the center of uh, Grand Delage, where a big, tall uh, mast is erected in the center of the town. With like, you know, like like a literal like a mast with like there's a place for a sail to be. Um, there's a crow's nest at the top, but it looks like it's all decorative. Um, there are like. Uh, it's covered in little like charms and um, uh, tokens and like uh, scraps of leather with like strings on them. And standing in front of it uh, are two people. I mean, there's people milling around, but the two people that draw your eye immediately. Uh, one, uh, a woman in her probably late forties, uh, tall with gray shot hair that was once like very very dark like very dark black but it's now like you know graying uh gracefully for sure um kind of a a hawkish nose uh yellowish 
eyes, though it's hard, you know, it's always hard to tell colors. But she's like wearing yellow in general. Uh, and behind her is this strapping man in, uh, what is he wearing? A strapping man in, in like uh, a chain shirt and a little conical helmet with like a chain quaff around it, a big red beard um, with a big Zweihander that he is like got like as that is holding as like a, a walking stick almost it's inside of a, of a scabbard um uh, and the woman says ah you must be from the university my name is nadine guest i requested professor vitali well he seemed to think that we would be best suited to assist you we are here at his behest all right you got four instead of one i suppose that is an economical deal. Uh, well, welcome to Grand Delage. Um, my name is Nadine Guest uh, of the Guest family. My family has been keeping this place from falling apart for generations, but it seems, suppose, uh, at my, once we got to me, the job got a bit harder. Mm. There's a lot of frogs. Yes. Uh, Treju at some point caught a frog, it seems, and is now eating it. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yes. I really oh, hope that's not people. <laughs> I just like, just like good catering though. So yes, I catering I, at the lodge. I had noticed there. I mean, the the swamps around are certainly um, home to a great many amphibians, toads, and the like. Um, it's a, a, a bit unusual for them to be coming in, but perhaps it's the changing of the seasons or something. Um, there are, mm-hmm. there are uh, unfortunately a number of strange things that have been occurring in Grand Alage. Frogs, not the least of them. Um, people have been attacked recently by their neighbors, and uh, and and some of the houses on the border have been collapsing. Strong, well constructed houses that have stood for generations. I should know. Uh, my family were once shipwrights um, for, unfortunately, the Gilded One's Navy. Uh, and after his fall, we have turned our carpentry inward, uh, creating the architecture you see before you. And it should stand for, for centuries. And, and yet, something. And yet there's. Yeah, there's something going on with your soil quality, um, and just like the ground in general seems to be getting a little pockmarked. Um, I think that could be affecting the stability of your housing structures, just especially if it's going to be around on the edges. Uh, I kind of fell into a pothole. Um, you know, public infrastructure. I understand the the roadways are a little difficult to maintain and taxes and all that jazz, but um, you know, uh, it if it's damaging your houses, you might want to look. Well, I guess that's why we're here. That we're is, gonna look into that. That is why you're here. You're you are here to look into that and figure out some way to stop it because we have been keeping this township safe for two hundred years, and I don't want to be the one to break the streak. All right. Um, Rest assured, magical or non-magical, I'm sure we'll figure out the cause of it and deal with it as soon as possible. I have the utmost faith in the representatives of Professor Alexei Vital. And that faith is well appreciated. Crunch. (laughs) 
Is this a new frog or the same one being finished? <laughs> it's the same frog. <laughs> Listen, just getting the image of just like a frog leg sticking out of the mouth, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's one less frog leg sticking out of their mouth now. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Boy. You got you got a little something right right there. Uh, yeah, Nadine, uh, uh, Lady Guest, kind of looks and blanches a bit, and she says, mm-hmm. "Well, um, if there is anything else you need, um, just you know, the god the god are about, and they'll be able to ferry requests back to me if, if necessary. Um, come, Maxine, let's return to our work." Uh, and the the big man behind her kind of nods gruffly, and they depart. Well. There's definitely something magical going on, but I can't get a bead on exactly what it is. Uh, Apricus, any thoughts? Being that's your whole bag. Well, something of my whole bag. I, soil quality and the structure of the soil itself is not something that I particularly studied, but I could take a look around. Um, is it possible that there might be something either moving or in other words, disrupting the soil. Maybe we should ask someone who's more experienced with the land. Curses, curses. curses. I think there's a curse on this. It's a curse on this place. That's my totally professional opinion. <laughs> well, why don't we yeah. go look at one of these uh, collapsed houses and we can, Cal can have a look at the uh, the soil and see if it's the same thing as the hole she fell in. And uh, maybe we can get a vibe. If we can I don't have a did, Regi- did Reginald just meow? <laughs> no, it was totally one of the frogs. <laughs> that was some weird frogs. <laughs> They're magic frogs. Uh, oh my I god. Don't, I don't know you you ate frog. one. Oh, you're going to start meowing next. <laughs> Incredible. Uh... <laughs> Uh, cool. Yeah. So feels feels their their mouth, their throat <laughs> opens it a few grow, times. No meows come whisk- out. If, we, if you grow whiskers, we'll let you know. So you... they rub some of their they rub their face to see if there's whiskers. Uh, the 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 texture of their face changes. You realize it's mostly mud. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, cool. So, yeah. So, you all are you all going to go to the to the border of the town and check out this uh, weird house or not weird house, mm-hmm. destroyed house? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you uh, head uh, to the north edge of town. Um, kite, uh, I mean, everyone now that they've noticed see you know frogs, toads all over the place, uh, even a couple of salamanders and other amphibians. Uh, which also include uh, the, the the family uh, Gymnophiana, which is eels, I believe. Um, oh my god, there's just land eels. Or, or uh, Cassilians? I don't know. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, lots of, like the, the croaking uh, and the ribbits and the, and the roars are, is a kind of a, a constant thing. And it seems to be like really like wearing on some of the people here. Like you, you see like somebody like, uh, as you're walking through the town, you see somebody like, you know, fixing their roof and, a, and, a, and like every time a frog croaks, they like kind of flinch, uh, and like, you know, look annoyed and then, you know, try to keep going, keep working. Um, but yeah, you arrive at the, border uh of the town the, the not the border but the limits you know, there's a real border because it's not there's no civic planning committee to decide which where one place ends and another begins but um yeah there is this uh big building um 
It has a kind of half rotted, uh, partially fallen off sign that uh, had like a needle and thread, like a bobbin of thread on it. Um, that uh, you know, it was once hanging and is now like kind of just swinging in the wind uh, as the interior of this place seems to have collapsed in on itself. Uh, what would you like to do to investigate it? Uh, I'm going to summon my dancing lights so we get some light action. What do those dancing uh, lights look like for, for you, a druid? Um, I think, like, especially for her in particular, they kind of um, look like little swamp lights. Um, and uh, and so they just kind of, like, into, like, space around her. And, um, uh, and they just kind of, like, hover there. And she can, like, she like pushes them around just be like, okay, go over that way, go over that way. Um, but they kind of like, just like Bob, like little like gas lights or, you know, swamp lights, like just kind of like hanging around. They look a little ominous in this very, you know, <laughs> near a swamp. <laughs> and she's just like, do, 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 don't mind them. They're just, they're mm-hmm. not actually, uh, dangerous. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. So they, um, these swamp lights kind of appear, uh, and, float around uh this building um it's it's kind of funny uh like you can do like the roof has caved in completely uh and the windows are shattered but the door frame is still intact so if you wanted you could just walk in through the front door i'm gonna knock (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm just going to walk on in and since uh, we've heard that it's magical (laughs) Uh, Precus will sort of one take a moment to dump the formula book in his backpack now that they're finally uh, onto the location that they're at, and then he'll just sort of hold his hands up to the sky for a moment, just doing a little magic detection to see if there's any. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Um, so same kind of deal as Kite um, when when she was looking. There is absolutely magic at work in this town, um, but because of the the way that detect magic scales you are not yet at a high enough level uh to determine what kind of magic that is uh but there certainly is magic here uh, there's another cantrip in pathfinder uh second edition called read aura which is if you know that there is a a magical thing you can like get a better vibe of it specifically um i don't know if you have that one uh, things I should have prepared. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, live and learn, you know. Mm-hmm. Live and learn. Yeah, I mean, you'll. We may or may not be seeing a wizard in the final campaign, and maybe they'll have it. Yeah. Uh, uh, very ambient energy. That's all I can really say about. Wrong this. ambient energy. That's for damn. This house sure. has vibes. <laughs> this house has I, I... rancid vibes. Yeah, as, as as the magical people are uh, learning magical things, uh, Treju uh, hops off the platform and uh, into the swamp below to just kind of look at the foundations and see if uh, this collapses could seems like normal swamp stuff or bad swamp stuff. Can I? Uh, are yeah. you? And I, and I will I will say um, the actual town itself does not have those elevated platforms. That's just for ah. maneuvering through the through the swamps themselves. The town has ground that is starting to like go. But yeah, if you want to uh, if you want to hop down, um, you can roll uh, perception or survival or nature, like any of those. I want to see if I could at least aid. Training. Absolutely, and both of you can roll, uh, and and you know. Whoever uh, whoever rolls higher will get a plus one. If the other one got at least uh, like a, a fifteen, 
So I would love to roll Swamp Lore. This is the only thing Treju knows about. Absolutely, nice. you can roll Swamp Lore. That'll redu- that'll that's a that's a focused lore which will reduce the DC. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna roll nature. Cool. Actually, that is a good point. I have another lore that may not relate. Weather lore. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, Kalanthi, you're gonna give a plus two to Treju's Swamp Lore roll. Damn. Sweet. So in nineteen total. Uh, that's, that's great. Uh, Treju, you kind of, so everyone can go into the front door. Uh, the inside is collapsed and you like kind of like wriggle your way through some stuff, you know, in a sort of perhaps, uh, un unsettling way for people who have not seen a person of your, uh, capabilities wriggling through things. Um, <laughs> Treasure, Treasure uh, mechanically has the adopted ancestry for kobold. Uh, so so Treasure has some like lizard, like not like literally lizard abilities, but like he they've got lizard vibes. Um, so yeah, Treju- it, it's very possible Treasure was raised by swamp lizards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is stray, which is yeah, great, wild. Uh, but yeah, um, you discover something very strange because you know swamps. Swamps can encroach on places. They kind of like move outward as the as the as the soil you know degrades under the silt of the marsh. Uh, I am talking out of my ass completely, um, but for this magic swamp, it's it it, it works. And so you would expect the collapse source to be on like one of like the the northernmost edge of the uh, the northernmost edge of the um, house of the building, uh, which is not a house. Uh, was a was a tailor. Um, uh, but you see that the actual focal point, which you can tell, radiates out and cause the initial instability was in the dead center of the building. Is this like um, the the first house to have, or the first building to have collapsed, or is it like the, the one and only that has collapsed? Uh, there's a couple more. This is the biggest one okay. that has collapsed. Okay. No swamp did this. Uh, so Treju is inside of the uh, building, um, it, like kind of, un- like, you know, crouched beneath some debris. Where is everybody else in relation to the front door, the landing of the building, or like the area around the building? Calanthe's like probably sticking pretty close to them to, like, you know, in helping with the investigation of the dirt. Cool. Um, the Precus is standing somewhere just inside the front door, finger to the wind, trying to determine if there's anything else happening mm-hmm. above ground. Collect uh, somewhere similar, maybe like on the other side of like the collapsed portion has just like made their way around the edges just sort of take everything in uh cool fantastic so you are all like kind of pretty like involved in like looking yeah something strange has definitely happened this is not a natural collapse based on uh, on ecological factors this i mean and that's the strange thing the ground beneath it was marsh muck it like definitely deteriorated but it did so in a very artificial way um and apricus uh, or precus you have your finger to the wind you're seeing if there's anything on above ground uh and you hear like a as like a bunch of frogs uh and toads kind of hop in front of the door and kind of look at you and then 
pop, uh, and you hear them kind of as the sound of something else croaking louder and louder until you can tell that this is the sound of something that is not the size of a frog, but it's in fact the size of a man that is that is coming uh, all around the building. I want to hide. Uh, fantastic. Uh, everybody, let's roll initiative. I say, Calanthe's not even looking. She's like, is someone feeling okay over there? Like, what's going on? Yeah, uh, Treju is going to, before rolling initiative, uh, uh, shout at everyone. Uh, uh, with yeah. their scouts warning, everyone gets a Ooh. plus one to their initiative. Sweet. <laughs> Great. So mine would be uh, 15 with the plus one from Treju. Mine's 18 with the plus one. Uh, okay. uh, mine's ten. Incredible initiative did not help me here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a nat, a nat, getting a getting a ten with a nat one is is still pretty helpful. I know. Really yeah. Uh, did treasure? Oh, yeah. Uh, treasure got. Uh, does treasure get the plus one? Yeah, I I added it in. Oh, okay, okay, cool. cool. Uh, and then I just need to add kite uh, and kite. Uh, oh, kite, you rolled with with stealth, um, mm-hmm. but unfortunately not very well. My track record with initiative continues. Truly, it's a um, trend. Oh no, <laughs> it is a it's a little bit of a trend. Uh, yeah, as this, I'm not on the initiative tracker. Are you not? What did I did no. I add someone twice? No, you are. No, Eight. no, no. You're there at the, at the top. What? No, it doesn't show me. It doesn't I don't show me either. <sighs> what on earth? Oh, this. you're a ghost. Oh, am I on the other level? Because that's where I, I rolled it before you switched maps. Did that make a difference? That, mm, that would have made a that, difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, initiative is tied to the the current map we're on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, which you're all on this map now, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. 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 And I got to roll for some things. Some some uh, individuals. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you can see. Oh, right. I didn't. I didn't whisper. Uh, well, that's better. That's better for you. Uh, cool. So, uh, as the initiative, uh, let me let me descending order uh, the round label. All sorts of fun stuff. Uh, whoops. Uh, this one. Uh, round one begins. And we're all st- we're on this fight. I'm definitely gonna if I do release this, I'm cutting all this out for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> well, come on, it's the, the part that everybody loves. Oh, sure it is. Crunchy. What am I doing on roll twenty bit? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Apricus, you are the one probably best uh, suited to see what is happening as from around the left side of the building come a pair of um townsfolk they're wearing like normal like threadbare kind of villager clothing but their eyes are fully black their skin a sallow green uh their their hair thick with slime and their throats distended in a mockery of the amphibian form of of the toad like form um I cannot believe you've done this <laughs> What these I the the you've used very pug from X Men. Oh yeah, icon for these esque <laughs> villagers. I, well, you know, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so yes, uh, one of them kind of comes around the the corner. Um, 
comes over here. Uh, we use an action to run up. Um, let's uh, and saw the picture. <laughs> uh, whips its head back and then uh, there, there. Then these are still people, but something strange has happened to them. Whips their head back uh, and then shoots his face forward as a strangely distended human tongue no. flies from his <laughs> mouth and attempts to grab you. <laughs> That's not right. Uh, it's a oh, twenty-two no. to hit. Oh, that, I'm a wizard, my friends. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So you are you. So this, this it's because you know frog tongues look a certain way, the, and this does not look like a frog tongue. It looks like a human's tongue, but it's acting like a frog's tongue. It's stretchy and it's sticky as it grabs you. Um, and then it is going to use uh, its last action to do an athletic check to try to drag you with his tongue towards him. <laughs> like this. <laughs> um, and this is basically just a push, but in reverse. So if he succeeds against your fortitude DC, it will. Um, this is only going to be at a plus one. It's going to be at a minus five because this the second attack. So uh, yeah, it's tugging on you, but you are not being moved. Um, and then there's a second guy. Uh, who uh, comes up, joins his buddy. Um, this one, he's like, okay, you got this. Uh, oh, actually, this is going to be even worse. Grabs his friend's tongue. What? And then yanks you out. Why? <laughs> Great. Good. Uh, I'm so glad. It's a 60. What's your fortitude bonus? Uh, I, it is a six. So that puts my DC at 16 exactly, I think. Yep. So you are pulled five feet towards uh these guys um <laughs> as uh this last one uh does just throw a bottle at your head um was it an empty bottle just an empty bottle there. uh misses so so cal you see a bottle uh it is your turn cal um apricus has a pink something pink and fleshy wrapped around his throat that is dragging him outside. And then you see a, just a green bottle fly over his head and shatter against the wall behind you. Uh, what do you do? Um, well, <laughs> first off, free action to go, what the fuck? Um, and then uh, how far away would we say they are? Like, is that like the 10 feet over? The, the, yeah, they, they are 20 feet away. Um, 20 feet away. Yes, let me double check, um, make sure that the, the ruler here is it is not Pathfinder compatible. Now it is, because Pathfinder uses the uh the 510 rule. Oh, okay, right, okay. Um they I think they're still both 20 though. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was mostly um because I didn't think to buy a ranged weapon. Uh so would let's see. Um I would like to like Cal's just kind of going to um, step forward and try to smack at them with uh, with her her verdant weapon. Which, Ooh, yeah, you can uh, you I can put down, like, as uh, as a club, but it can also just be a staff. It can literally be whatever kind of simple weapon I want it to be. Oh, yeah. um, so she's going to kind of like dart forward and like pull something out of her pocket, and then as she goes, uh, the seed in her hand is kind of like pulls out to like a full staff. It's very like magic girl style. And, um, and then I want to try to like, just like smack at one of them. Just kind of like, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you can move through uh, a precursor space with no penalty. Okay. Um, it's just one space that you're sharing briefly with an ally, which you you can totally do. Okay. 
that's that's what I would yeah. like to do is just kind of like uh, kind of like squeeze past him and bonk. Absolutely. So that is, I am. I believe that would be. Uh, so that's one action you can move. Um, yeah. Well within your speed. Uh, another action to draw your burn weapon, and your final action to attack. Yes. Uh, so you should have a uh, hopefully have set up a button, an attack button, or attack roll on your. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. Oh yeah. Fucking. Oh, I got a crit. <laughs> okay. Um, so do how do you do crits? Like, do you just do twenty? Crit. Like that's it, or do you confirm the crit? Or no, no crit confirm. It's just if you hit, if you if you if you roll ten above their their DC. Or a nat twenty, obviously. Well, a nat twenty on a success. Uh, it it's a crit, no crit confirmed, none of that nonsense. So uh, and it just it's just double damage, which means that uh, Clancy uh, runs up, pulls the staff, uh, uh, seemingly it, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, kind of like it like grows. Um, yeah, and just cracks it against this guy's head. Uh, Takes ten full damage. Is looking extremely, extremely, extremely uh, rocked by that attack. Um, still standing, but like, like you know, d- did it like still have his tongue around Apricus? Uh, did you do this to the person who had their tongue around Apricus? Yes, I was trying to get them to let him go. Uh, so um, it did not. It, it it rocked him, but it did not like his tongue is still in his mouth. Um, it's still wrapped around Apricus. I was hoping it was there. <laughs> uh, if, yeah, it, it's possible to hit the tongue and like cut it, but otherwise you would. Cut it. That's gross. Yes, yeah, very, very. It's very. If you gross. have a slashing weapon, you can cut the tongue off. Yeah. Yeah, but it looks like a person tongue. It's just, yes, it's uh, but it, it did rock his block, so like he's not. He's not in a he's not in a good state of 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 body at the moment. Um, uh, Another action to go. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. That is your turn, kite. That is you. Um, now how the roof is collapsed in. How high is it to the open roof? Uh, like probably, how high is the, what the ceiling would have been? Probably like ten feet. It wasn't a multi-story building. It was just a pretty tall one. Uh, you could probably climb pretty easily to the to the ceiling. Yeah, like using um, like a table as well as anything around. I'd mm-hmm. like to sort of like get up onto the hole in the roof so I can see down. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's a because of all this debris giving you like handholds and stuff. It's a very easy athletics check. Alrighty. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're on the roof. Uh, you can look down and see all this. You do see that coming around the corner are two more of these toad-like townsfolk. Alrighty. Um. Using uh, some more of my movement, um, I have a foot speed of 35. <laughs> um, I will move along to the edge here and uh, jump down. Uh, sick. Um, give me an acrobatics check to... Uh, yeah, you're, do flip. you do a flip. You take no falling damage. You're fine. You tuck and roll. You look sick as hell. It wasn't a tall, a tall, uh, it was a tall building anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. do you want to be on the other side of this guy? Uh, yeah, Yeah. I'll put the wall between, um, I'll put him between me and the wall. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. So we'll say that's two actions. Two actions? Yeah, you have one left. I will Uh, quick You did, you did, yeah, you did, you did roll, uh, stealth and roll higher than these guys. So these guys are flat-footed to you. Wonderful. 
from the, the rogue's sneak attack ability. Uh, uh, so 16, that'll hit, uh, especially within flat-footed, and your sneak attack, do a total of 11 piercing damage. Uh, you go, stab, rip back. Um, he is looking extremely, extremely, extremely hurt. Big wound in his chest, doubles over, and you can see briefly, Kite, that there is a toad lodged onto the back of his neck. Disgusting. Um, I'm going to, with, with uh, as a free action, shout out to everybody who's just like, there's two more coming around the corner, and there appears to be someone on the back of their necks, if we can get rid of it. Fantastic. That is Kite's turn. Next is Treasure of the Swamp. Treasure of the Swamp uh, spends one action pulling this uh, very long, uh, mean-looking iron pull out from under their cloak. Uh, and as they flip it around uh, to be upright... There's a giant, like, very large, like, just metal spike at the end of it. And uh, then they just scream and charge out. Hmm. Uh, uh, just, <laughs> uh, I believe I just, uh, I have to always be moving towards them. Or can I just move, like, t- two uh, actions worth of movement, however I want? Yeah, it's, you stride, and if you end your movement within melee reach of at least one enemy, you can make a melee strike. All right, cool. Uh, so Treju ends here uh, to be so that guy's flat-footed, and uh, at the end of their sudden charge, they get to make an attack with their great pick. Fantastic. Okay, so that's a critical hit. All right, so because I have a great pick, this ignore this damage. Oh no! Uh, this is a fatal die. Uh, when you roll critical uh, hits with this you increase its die size from a D10 to a D12, and after you roll the critical damage, you add another D12 to it. Sexy. Incredible. This guy doesn't... Okay. Oh! What? How? Wow! Oh my god. (laughs) Oh. If you uh, hover over the uh, die, you can see the... No, no, I see. (laughs) So, Treju, I was going to ask you if you wanted to do this non-lethally, um, no, uh, <laughs> considering that you have done more than double his max HP, that's not even an option. He had four oh, hit points left. He suddenly goes, he's just cut in half. He had, so he had four hit points left, which means that he is negative twice his max HP. That's, yeah, that's an auto. Yeah, so uh, treasure. Yeah, unfortunately, a great pick cannot cut anything in half. It can only pierce it. Ooh, even yeah. worse. So <laughs> you turn this man's body into a flesh accordion. A shish kebab. Oh. It's because it's it's a it's a, it's a downward spike that then compresses with the force. Uh, body crumples to the ground. This guy's dead as a doornail. Um, the frog on the back of his neck, uh, the back of his neck, um, detaches like, is and it hops. Still a frog? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like pulp by now. That's I mean, that's true. It, you, like, did you get it? Like, uh, get him in the head or in the shoulder? Because either way, like, that's uh, gonna. Well, we can see I ran behind him and then struck the back. Of yeah. So, well, we you got the frog. So you pull back, and those are just a toad on your great pick still <laughs> that you just flick off. Uh, As a free action, I, 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 I put my pocket. 
Incredible. Smacks for later. Are you sure you want to eat that? <laughs> Apricus, that is your turn. Um, yeah, he'll sort of like just take a second to get the tongue off of him. Uh, yeah, uh, that'll just be an, uh, an escape check, um, which is uh, you can roll uh, athletics, acrobatics, or an unarmed attack uh, just to get it off of. Acrobatics, it is. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. You you just, you know, prides this tongue off of you. Um the guy who had stuck you with it is dead. So it was just coming you actually didn't have to make okay. a roll. He's dead. You all you had on you was the tongue. It wasn't actually connected anymore. Yes. So you just unwind it from your throat and toss it aside. That's not even an action. You can just do that actually, now that I realize. There. I mean, yeah, it felt like an action just getting it off. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, like two seconds worth of effort. Um, he'll he'll just sort of like one cast that off of his shoulders, and then two after he's figured out that he's not being actively bound. It's just gross. Um, <laughs> the there will be an arc of lightning arcing across his fingers as he steps off to the side, takes aim, and lets loose an electric arc. Hell yeah! Uh, that since I can do two different targets, I will be choosing those two. They are both from thirty feet. Uh, sweet. Uh, so they're going to make a, uh, CC uh, eighteen saving throws uh, against seven damage. Uh, this is the guy, the red one, the one, the one that Calanthe is fighting. That sucks for him. And then the the green one that that Kite uh, has already stabbed. You know, a wise woman once said, "What happens when a toad gets struck by lightning?" <laughs> Uh, and today you have confirmed that hypothesis uh, as the one that Calanthe, uh, the one that Kite was fighting, um, just is shocked so badly his muscles spasm and he slams himself through the wall. Um, and then the other one takes a full seven damage, is still standing, but looks real, real, real uh, fried. I don't feel so cool anymore. <laughs> you guys are all one-hitting these dudes. <laughs> to be fair, you're a druid who nearly one-hit a dude, which is not your normal bag. So that's very impressive. Uh, very cool, Apricus. Uh, you have taken a, a piece off the board and uh, one and 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 halved the, the health of another one. Uh, so now it is the toad-like townsfolk's turn. Uh, who this guy is going to? Uh, run up um, to get, yeah, right here uh, and is going to he's got like a, just a piece of driftwood in his hand that he just whip, whips to, to crack uh, Kite in the head. Is it 18 to hit? That's a mess. Uh, so yeah, you, you, you duck under it um, with his latched action. He swings down, misses again, same roll, different day. Um, so yeah, you are, you are, you know, you're not a, a swashbuckler, but you've got some panache as you just weave back and forth out of his frenzied, uh, swings. Uh, this last, uh, townsfolk in the center of all of this looks around wild eyed, uh, slobber dribbling from his mouth, uh, and his throat swells and then deflates as a terrifying croak echoes out around you. Oh, good. My best save. Everybody um, needs to make a will save against fear. Fun stuff. Um, um, so I didn't specify in the beginning 
uh, about giving anyone a little talisman. Can I retroactively have given my talisman to somebody? Sure. What talisman is that? Um, is, so my root magic talisman uh, wards against foul magic. Um, I don't know if this counts. Um, this is this is not a magical effect. These guys are affected by magic, but they okay. are not. This effect is not magical. It is auditory, emotion, fear, and mental. Okay. Um, then I will discover uh, discuss who to give that to later. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Plus nine. I rolled a four. <laughs> That's rough. So Treasure of the Swamps and Calanthe, both of you are frightened one. Uh, uh, sick. Um, and uh, Apricus and Kite are totally fine. Apricus, you are immune uh, from this ability in the future. Um, so that was, that was one attack, one action. Um, now that he has made you afraid... He is going to take his own driftwood kosh and try to bash you over the head with it. Missing. Swings again. Hits. Uh, Calanthe, you take four. Um, oh, do you have more than 20 uh, AC? Uh, well, because uh, I don't know um, <coughs> what Frightened does, because uh, oh, it gives you I a minus. To use my shield. You, okay, so this is a good question. So one... You did not raise your shield at the uh, during your turn. My uh, shield block feet. I can snap my shield into place to ward off a blow uh, as a uh, reaction. Yes, but you have to have your shield raised to do that. Okay. Um, yeah. So so there. So shield block is if you, you so shields are very cool, but they're a little bit finicky because. So the situation is when you use an action to raise your shield, you have the AC bonus from the shield. Right. Right, yeah, I, I know I, whoops, um, I knew I wouldn't have been able to actually be like, uh, get my 21 AC unless I had my shield up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I get it. Um, but yes, but then shield block uh, requires the shield to be raised. Yeah, okay, I see. Uh, while you have your shield raised. Yeah. Uh, is the sentence I did not copy and paste into the, the description? <laughs> Uh, the other the thing is fear. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and fear, fear. So you can still use reactions and everything. Uh, the frightened condition just reduces all of your checks and DCs right. by the amount of the frightened condition. Yeah, so I just pulled that up on the um, SRT. Cool. So it's like, hold on, let me go look this up because I don't know. What I'm <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you do take, uh, you take, I believe, I believe, um, yeah, because that four. that will hit you. you. Take four bludgeoning damage with his last yeah. action. Uh, and you but, distressed my cat. I'm so sorry, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> now it is your turn. Okay. Um, um, I'm gonna smack him over the head again. <laughs> well, it's the other one I'm smacking over the head now. Um, and so, uh, I would like to you go just give another, just give another look ah! and, um, bash him over the head. Especially now that I'm frightened, uh, just do it like in a very scared manner of the you know same way that I attack bugs with my foot flop in the morning. Ah! Solid. Yes, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, so so a f- uh, fifteen. Let me double check. Does hit uh, okay, uh, as you crack this dude for five hit points across the side of his face. Woozy, looking very very hurt. Um, so that was one action. You have two left. Oh, I'm on Reginald. I was like, why does it have ten? <laughs> Uh, clicking on Reginald. Um, then uh, I would like to. Um, hmm, I would like to try and actually uh, 
like take the take the staff and kind of like pull it around him to try and like you know incapacitate him so we can get the frog because mm-hmm. i'm uh, very interested yeah so you can try to just Anyone can just say that they're doing non-lethal damage as long as it's reasonable. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bludgeoning weapons are the easiest one to like, like justify that with. Yes. Yeah. So he's uh, only so got a. He's yeah. He's like on death row. You can just knock him. You can bash just pop him again. Him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that. Uh-huh. So that's that's going to be at a minus five or a minus four depending on if it's um, agile or not. Uh, your verdant, uh, yeah, your verdant weapon shares the traits of whatever weapon you're using it as. Right, um, it's a staff. One I yeah, um, staff uh, that, that's not agile. I was like, yeah. I don't think it is. My, um, I put something else that was agile. I think it was my spiked gaunt. No, my it might have been a club. Um, yeah, no, it's a. If, if it's if it's a, if it's a if it's a quarter staff or, or a staff, it's a. Yeah. It's like a. It's, a, it's just yeah, a two hand d eight. Oh, a club. A club is agile. Um, either way, uh, you crack this guy upside the head. Uh, a fifteen or a sixteen would both hit. Uh, and he okay. goes uh, unconscious, and you see the frog as he goes unconscious. The frog, which was like s- like cemented to the back of his neck, detach itself and begin to try to hop away. Can I have Reginald just like slow down my arm and then like try to grab it? Absolutely, <laughs> uh, Reginald. Give give me a um, let me look at original stats. Give me a. I guess an acrobatics to like wrap itself around him. 14. Not quite. Um, it's still, it's still around, but you, uh, so you'll, you, you can get another chance, but it's, it is not currently uh, really, it's, it's very slippery. Yeah. Um, so you are no um, longer afraid. Yeah, I, was that my, was that my three? That was your three. Okay, cool. Uh, it was, was attack, attack, tell Reginald to do Reginald. something. Okay. Uh, kite. That is your I would like to uh, stride to get to the other side of this frenzied villager. And uh, Zach, tell me if you'll let me do this, because the feet doesn't quite work this way, but I would like to try and just grab the frog off the back of this person's neck and pull it off. Absolutely. Uh, give me a, a thievery check. Right. To do like a, like a, a kind of gross pickpocket. A gross pickpocket. Motherfucker! Do we have hero points? We do. I forgot to mention. Everybody has one hero point. I uh, have no hero points right now. <laughs> yes. Because I reroll. Fuck off. <laughs> so unfortunate. <laughs> roll twenty. Roll twenty, and Jade have a contentious relationship. Unfortunate <laughs> because it's the only thing I run games on. Uh, someday I'll get astral or forge foundry or whatever but not today and so still it it mocks jade um so kite that was your second action the hero point did not work unfortunately you do have one last action you could try again but it would be at a penalty i could say i could try again but it would be it would be like a multi-attack penalty okay would it be um a minus four yeah i'll let it i'll let it be a minus four because it's yeah because yeah, I'll try again. There we go. Um, oh no, <laughs> the cats. Uh, yeah. So you like st- grab, grab. Um, this guy's kind of wiggling. You put one uh, hand on his shoulder and then just grab and just tear. Um, and it's 
it feels weird because it for a second it feels like you're touching a wet stone that is held onto this the back of this guy's neck by like rubbery tentacles and then they detach and you're just holding a normal toad or like it like at least a, at least a living toad um that that under normal um scrutiny looks like a toad uh and as soon as, as soon as you do this guy's skin goes back to normal his eyes kind of roll back into the side of his head and he passes out i got a frog i hold it up why getting away <laughs> Treju jumps onto the frog fantastic <laughs> Treju, uh give me uh an athletics check to grapple this frog yeah treasure just scoops it up and, and has it and look it, you know your mouth waters a little bit <laughs> Um, can I, uh, are we still in initiative order? Uh, no, no, no. We are outside of combat. I would like to try and, uh, stabilize, um, the, the dude that I just bashed over the head. Totally. Um, I have no, I don't think the one that got great picked and the one that got electrocuted. No, no, those, those men are, (laughs) those men are dead and they could have been saved, but they weren't. So, yeah. So, um, I have, uh, I have the cantrip stabilize which just brings him to zero hit points but um uh yeah absolutely feel free to just uh to just um yeah you know you can you can use stabilize and that'll be fine or you can if you want to bring him back to um uh what's the word um like one hit point yeah yeah consciousness yeah uh you um, can you, you can roll uh medicine or or nature okay. yeah um i'm gonna go ahead and uh roll Roll in medicine. I want to try to bring him back so we can talk to him. Yeah, twenty-two. Nice. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you got some like smelling salts. Yes, this guy was zapped, uh, so he smells like ozone. Uh, as you like, kind of like put like a little compress on his head. It was... <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. What's happened? What's happened? A lot of things have happened. It's all right. Take it easy. Okay, let's get you off the floor. Is that Craig? Uh, uh, don't look at Craig. <laughs> he just kind of like hides his hands behind his back and goes, I'm not made for gentle handling. <laughs> <laughs> no, Craig's the one that got great picked. Uh, does oh. anyone like notice that Trichy's great pick is just <laughs> out and covered in gore? <laughs> does anyone help Trichy with this? Trichy doesn't understand civil like towns. Um, yeah. I think Calanthe is just like, yeah, Kite will sort of like move over that way while still holding this frog somewhat away from herself because it's gross <laughs> and sort of like step in front of the body with a great pick still mostly in it. Mm-hmm. And the just like, you might want to wipe that off, darling. Treasury looks at it and jumps, yeah. <laughs> puts it back underneath the cloak. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Cre- Greg is on the ground, uh, accordioned. Um, <laughs> Bill has his feet sticking out of the wall where he planted himself after uh, being electrocuted. Uh, Tom is fine, you know. Tom is Tom got it pulled off in the back of his neck, uh, and then this guy's name is uh, is Dave, <laughs> the most normal of blokes. I'm just a bloke, just leave it here. A bloke and a lad. A bloke, my, my uh, pals. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to take him inside the house. Just be like, okay, okay, let's go inside. The collapsed house. Well, just like sitting on the porch or something. Sure. We're not 
in the dirt in reach mm -hmm. of frogs. Mm -hmm. Just any frogs, I'm just gonna kind of nudge them away with my foot. <laughs> <laughs> they give you like like angry looks as they hop along. I'm gonna take my captured frog to uh, Apricus and like take his hand and then slap this frog into it. So what'd you make of that? Adam? Well, uh, there are two things like, that I could do. Yeah, he's, he's like sort of reaches to his belt and pulls out the dagger. I could try the direct approach, or we could just watch it for a little while. Look, if I wanted it stabbed, I could stab it and pull out my dagger. Don't bring a dagger yeah, to um, a frog fight. Apricus, Come on. Apricus, you have like a you have like a good like a quick identify or something, right? Yes, that is correct. Uh, actually, that's true. Yeah, if this is a, if this thing is magically affected, then I do have quick identification. Yeah, you can identify magic swiftly. Absolutely. Uh, make uh, an Arcana or Nature check. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and see if Assurance works for me here. Uh, what does that? What? Uh, what? Uh, what is your Assurance value? Uh, it should be fourteen. F uh, with a fourteen, does not. This okay. this is weird. This is something. This is something a little bit outside of your normal purview. That's fair. Then I'll go ahead and do it a little more actively and take another minute to just glance at it closely. Fuck. How about that? Oh, yeah. That's a thirty. Um. 30. Yes. He, like, you. You look. Not. You know, it's not like a common thing for for wizards to necessarily like have an active second sight, though. Like often, many of them do. Um. But you definitely get kind of a general like uh extra sensory vibe as you look over this thing just because you rolled so damn good um dc was like 17 <laughs> this the sherlock mind palace it's fine you go into the <laughs> sherlock mind palace and you look and it's like this frog is like oh this is you know toads you know toads they kind of have like a rippled sort of um dappled uh coloring almost always right uh but as you look closer you're like oh this is not just like speckles and patterns. These are letters and glyphs and words, but they're not painted onto the frogs. They, it's like they grew naturally. Um, like you, have you seen those like pictures of cats that have been like selectively bred to have patterned uh, pelts? It's like that. Do you speak Sylvan? Um, oh, that's the thing. I was, I should have asked about languages because. I yeah, yeah. So, so most so of the, many. most of like the like species, you know, like orcish or dwarvish or whatever are not like super useful, but like, you know, like extra planar stuff like celestial or infernal or, or necril, which is the language of the undead. Um, those um, would be useful. Or in so, this case, Sylvan. Yes. Uh, probably to be fair, I would have picked up definitely the language of the undead uh i think fire elementals have a specific language is ignis a thing ignin is usually what it is yeah okay so ignin uh the i think you said null or was it uh no no i did not i don't think i said anything about nulls um something I, something related to undead okay yeah necril. necril necril thank you i think treachery is trying to intimidate the other frog in uh draconic <laughs> just <laughs> Uh, celestial and then let's um, i think sylvan probably would have been out of the purview of languages that he would have studied since he cool. would have been focused more on light and fire things yeah fair fair but you would you would know that your traveling companion your druid friend would be able to read sylvan and so uh she could probably like pit like tap in uh, and and take a look at the list um once i once i make sure that dave is settled no yeah this is dave once i make sure dave, dave is settled yeah okay so sad i was 
Me and the lads were just getting a pint and then we saw the frogs. We're going to figure out whatever did this to the frogs that did this to you. And to poor Craig and the other one oh. in the wall. Bob. Bill. Whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. I got so scrambled. I'm so scrambled. Uh, so yeah, so these are v- a very rare um, type of l- like living enchantment. Uh, they are, um, there's not really like a, 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 a bona fide word for them, but they're like, it's a kind of thing that a lot of fae, especially archfae or fae lords or ladies or, or, or nobility, have this ability you know they a lot of them have a particular affinity for various uh aspects of the natural world be that animals or a particular type of plant or or flower um and oftentimes they have the ability to ensorcel um like examples or, or or individuals of that type um to like infect or 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 overtake mortals you know so you know calypso was it calypso that turned men to pigs or yeah mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff you know she was probably in this world cersei cersei, cersei. yeah like a fae thing you know other sorcerers or sorcerers and stuff um but like fae tend to have like a specific type that they go for um uh, oh, this place is so cursed you guys it's great this place is cursed like it's cursed as fuck within like and you know a lot of times these kind of curses kind of have a certain like focus but like looking at the fine print on this frog (laughs) (laughs) did you read (laughs) did you read your frog carefully i don't think so (laughs) before installing Fey law, please. Terms and conditions. Yeah. It seems like the whole of Grandelage is has drawn the ire of whatever Fey um sent this curse upon it. Oh guys. Oh guys. We're in such uh I don't know what Nadine did, but uh I think she pissed off some Fey. Did she not invite him to a christening or something? Oh, I probably, you know, um, we should go talk to her and figure mm-hmm. out, you know, what her social calendar has been since the started happening. Um, I, I feel like, though, if it's the whole town that's in the shit, it might not be something she did. But, well, she'll have an idea then. The town, so- she'll have the town social calendar. Because, um, oh. yeah. Conditions and otherwise of- that made on unanswered, I figure. Yeah, Wasn't yeah. there like a load of offerings or something on that mask? There was the that maple, yeah. Did they not no, dance no, maybe, around it properly? Maybe somebody gave this fail whatever a present they didn't like. Mm. Oof. Oof. Uh yeah, but um so let's yeah, we should we should go we should go look at the look at the mast, because that might have some clues. Uh and then we should definitely talk to um Nadine uh to figure out what sort of social faux pas have been going on around here? And also where the Fae are. I didn't know there were Fae nearby. Um, but this isn't my swamp. <laughs> do do I know about the kind of Fae that might be in uh, the swamps uh, The swamps on this coast? Uh, make a nature check. Can I make a swamp check? Yeah, make a swamp check. Okay. Can I help? Uh, I have local area lore. Sure. Yeah, both of you roll. All right. I love knowing about swamps. Lore's great. God, I don't know anything about Fae. 
Yeah, treasure you. You know what you know about Faye is run away. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know they will talk <laughs> to you and right. ask you things, and they and and anytime that's way too much social anxiety. It's it's <laughs> the it's the honestly yeah, Faye nobility is the worst type of social anxiety because every time you open your mouth, you will say something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, some some town guard come by like inspect the like commotion and they're like oh fuck that's greg um oh i know please give him a good burial <laughs> uh yeah and do you you like you like go and uh like call for nadine or like go to to see her yeah uh cool um yeah you're i mean pretty easy to find her uh she you like go to like um she comes out of her house to meet you uh, which is like also an office um Maxime is at her back as again the, the big guy with the sword, um, who says almost nothing and just watches all of you moodily. Um, she's, I heard there was um, some commotion uh, up in the north part of town. Some people died. Yeah, Craig, Bob, Bill. Oh, Bill. they were such good men. Bros. They were bros. Um, they were lads. True. <laughs> Treasure slowly raises the other frog into the air. We got some frogs. We got some special yes. frogs. Okay. Frogs with words on them. Um, yeah. Very important. With so words. Fay in the area. <sighs> I'm going to leave that as an open-ended sentence. Uh, Shima, I'm going to ask, who did you piss off? <laughs> Shima, you specifically or the town as a whole? I had hoped that there was a different explanation, but it seems that... The past. Yeah, it seems that the past has come back to haunt Randalage. Fairly certain, Calafi said it was a fae and not a ghost. Yeah. Mm. Um. Well, I mean, you know, fae never forget. Or that elephants. Probably both. So, you see, <clears throat> as I mentioned, the the guest family has r- 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 taken care of this place for generations. Back. So you've been before- guest this place. Guests and stewards. My great grandfather, Mandor Guest, was in the, the the head of the shipwrights guild and de facto leader of the town back in the age of Octavian Errol and, and, and Gabriel the Gold. After you know, obviously the gilded one was a terrible tyrant, but because of the usefulness of the guest family in building and maintaining his fleets, we were always able to keep his more unpleasant attentions away from Grand Lodge, and in that way protected it. But with his fall, which of, co- of course was, was necessary, he was a villain, and I would never say that it was a bad thing that a villain was deposed, but with his fall came a, the, the end of any protections that his intimidation may have rendered to Grandelage. My great-grandfather, uh, Mandor, became aware of a terrible fay that had left Grandelage alone out of fear. That so fear... Oh, okay, no, sorry, I didn't... Fear of, of the Gilded One's wrath. So the fay is the terrible one in the story. Oh, yes. So the local fay that Apparently... This local fae, who this is probably their space, got chased off by the gilded one, 
and couldn't come back. And they're the villain in the story. Oh, that's so quaint. People, people live here. You know, you can't. You can listen. You can hold hands. You can like. Maybe we could do some intermediary. Like, if you live a really long time, maybe you don't have a good grasp. Maybe an apologies in order. Just like we're really sorry we were friends with that dickhead vampire. Well, I'm, can I, we do anything to make it up to you? I fear it may be too late for that, because as I was saying, when the gilded one fell, she took it as an invitation to have her way with with the town and and, and its territories and and take over as the own a new you know giving up one tyrant for another living according to to strange uh esoteric laws that that mortals do not should not be forced to abide by my great grandfather is shipwright and um a fairly skilled uh, negotiator and um, magic user, magician um, in his spare time, managed to outwit and seal her away. Oh no. Oh no. I would appoint to the mast. Uh, oh, no, that's that's just oh, a okay. uh, that's a memorial for uh, the loss of our art. You know, the arrows have no need for ships. And- <clears throat> Well, I mean, they, t- they turned inward, of course, which is you know fair, understandable, understandable. You know, I have no no ill will towards the arrows for what they have done for this country, um, but it, it does mean that our our, our our primary trade became obsolete. Let's let's circle back to the point, Nadine. Yes, sir. Where's she at? Where was she? Well, my great grandfather Mandor Guest, who sealed her away, um, left a. F- a not notes exactly, but informed his children that somewhere to the to the west, deep in the swamps, is a mansion called Toad Manor, and that this is where the the Fay made her lair. I all of the directions are are is are based on oral tradition, so I don't have direct uh, direct you know uh, uh, address for you, but I know that it is. Uh, to the northwest, and and, and not oh, more God. than a day's travel. A pissed off with a thing for frogs. Yes, um, I believe her name uh, was Lady Buffonidae. Buffonidae. Yes. <laughs> All right. Just to cut in and oh, make no, sure, you but started meowing. Oh, <laughs> no. What happened? It's happened. It's happened. Um, uh, yes, Abricus. Are there any other townsfolk that might be missing that we should maybe be concerned about? Um, no, it seems these, that these um, attacks that have occurred, this sort of frenzy that, that grips the villagers, it leaves as soon as it, as it arrives, and, and, and rarely does it, um, rarely does it uh, uh, grip them uh, for very long. We usually can get a hold of things soon after. Well, they certainly did grip me, and I'm not fond to repeat that experience. Not without some consent next time. Or without my knife out, but either or. Sure. Um, yeah, so. Sounds like a quest off to the northwest. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Uh, is there anything you want to do in Grandelage before you, uh, before you set off? Um, get some snacks. Probably More a good frogs, idea. Um, actually, in yeah. that case, why don't we take a quick break, as I saw uh, in the chat. 
Um, let's take a quick break. Uh, think about anything you might need on the way, and then we will come back. The next vault, next, the next, uh, next chapter of Dishonored Guests. Ha! Wonderful. It's yeah. us. We're the Dishonored Guests. Cause... It turns out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big twist. I am very honorable. Thank you, Mom. Mm-hmm.